my friend reviewed Batman Returns. It was not that we hated it, but we were just like, oh, Good, there was gonna, some. We're going to talk about it. Cinema 7. the cinema seven i am mario b and with me today for cinema seven is chris hawk hello so this is basically a fire and ice episode uh because john is absent but we have a guest today from the metaverse is josh porter hello hello josh um you're from the metaverse you you used to be called nirvana channel but now you're you kind of you're rebranding starting this new thing all over again uh, called the Metaverse, and it's a coincidence that we we brought you on to talk about Batman because you are on your channel and and all your uh, providing services or whatever. You are also covering Batman for uh, you're covering all of Batman basically. Correct. Um, so I decided when I decided to make Metaverse, I wanted us to stand out more because I felt like we had a little bit of success last year, especially when I covered E3 with you uh, in Cinema 7. And I, I wanted to do, I, not that that wasn't great, and I really want to do it again for this year because with all the people dropping out of E3, it's going to make it a lot more interesting in my eyes. But um, back to the topic at hand, I decided I needed, I needed something to, stand, to help me stand out and... I looked at what year it was. It's uh, 2019. It's the 80th anniversary of Batman as a character, and he's one of the most beloved, right up there next to uh, his his other uh, Superman, and uh, probably the only other person, the only other character is probably Spider Man that I can think of that has as much popularity as him. But yeah, he's had so many interpretations, so many different versions of him throughout uh, movies, animation, and television in general, and the comics that I felt like it'd be appropriate to. Uh, dedicate the majority of this year uh, to talk about every single individual version. Uh, if you go over... <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And so I've uh, started with uh, the, in my opinion, the best live-action Batman. Suck it, Christian Bale fans. Yeah, Thank I'm calling, goodness. Because I'm I, thought, shots. I thought you were going to say Bat- The Dark Knight Returns for a second. No, 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 no. To quote Bane, that comes later. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I started with Batman 89 and Batman Returns. And yes, uh, Chris Hawk, I did separate those from the Schumacher films because in my eyes, those are two different sets of movies. They are not interlinked together. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I refuse, damn it. Um, but we started with Batman 89 and Batman Returns. That review is already out on our SoundCloud. Go look us up at Metaverse. And this Friday, I'll be dropping the review of the beloved Batman animated series with my special guest, a local South Carolina rapper, Shylan Flowers. Uh, I've heard a little bit of uh, Shylan Flowers. He joined us for one of... Then he joined us for one of something? Uh, E3, was it? I believe so, yes. He... 
how do I put this? You know how, uh, Mario, you being a fan of wrestling, you know how The Rock just has random appearances every now and then? Yeah. That's Shyland. <laughs> uh, you can check his stuff out on SoundCloud too, right? Correct. And he also uh, has a mailing list, although I do not know the exact, uh, the exact um, name of it, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, if you look him up on Google, it should pop up. And I think he also has a website, too. Yeah, definitely check him out. So, it, you are very familiar with Batman, obviously, and we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of recent news, too, that have just resurfaced, and we'll, we'll try to uh, keep our Batman episode a little bit different in the terms of some of the things you're covering on Metaverse. Uh, but we're going to also... Um, we'll also bring up some of our favorite stuff. Uh, talking about Batman, but Chris Hawk, uh, this actually just happened more recently. It, it it's been developing the past week. Um, a lot of people have been. Um, let's see, Twitter is a terrible place, and everyone's opinions need to be heard, and they are heard, and they can drive people to insanity, which is what happened to Zack Snyder this week, where he defended his Batman and the Batman his Batman. Uh, V Superman and Batman and Justice League that saying Mario, do you have the exact words? <laughs> I did have them pulled up. Uh but uh he I can pull them up if you need be. You sent me the articles. I think the funniest thing is uh the grow the fuck up part. <laughs> We're talking about comic book characters here. There's who is he telling to grow up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. well before we get into this, um, I do want to mention, if you have been a fan of Cinema 7 and you did follow our E3 coverage with uh, Josh last year, um, Chris Hawk did appear on one of those episodes, and Josh and Chris Hawk got in a heated debate over Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy, I believe. You're and- talking about his side bitch and then Gwen Stacy. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> no! Who was the hold main on, girl? Who was the main girl for Spider-Man PS4? What? No, Gwen Stacy! <laughs> Who's who is Zendaya playing in the movies? Not Gwen Stacy! My friends so- call me Mary Jane. So... Okay, we'll, we'll come that, to that honestly. in a different day. That that debate still needs to happen in full on a, I, I on got, a later I got, episode. I got one more. I got one more. Gwen was in Spider-Verse. Gwen was in Spider-Verse, but she wasn't Peter's main squeeze. That's because Miles is going to get that squeeze, boy. <laughs> hey, Miles is going to live by... My, my, hey, I'm totally fine with that. That's just... <laughs> let Peter have MJ. That's all I care about. So as I was about to say... Uh, this is what's probably going to happen here in a few moments um, throughout this episode. It's going to be very fun. Uh, me and Chris Hawk like debate too. That's why we call ourselves Fire and Ice. And uh, John and Chris Hawk sometimes debate, and you know sometimes me and Chris, me and John will get into it. And that's why he proclaimed himself Plasma. So if you had to pick an element or any kind of uh, thing on the periodic table, Josh, what would you be? Oh, oh! I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote uh, Thor Ragnarok. I am a raging fire. <laughs> he, he's a, he's a smoldering fire. Okay, so there's fire versus fire. It's that's what's gonna happen here. Well, it'd be blue flame versus red flame. Yes. This is what Zack Snyder said defending his Batman. He said, <laughs> "Okay, so th- I'm quoting this. Okay, so if I use the f word and stuff, and you don't like it. I apologize." 
This is this is your uh, <laughs> this is your Zack Snyder speaking. I, yeah, I don't know exactly what the question was directed towards him. I can only assume it was something about Batman killing people or his take on what people were saying about it. But he says, someone says to me like, <laughs> "Oh, Batman killed a guy." I'm like, "Fuck, really?" I'm like, "Wake the fuck up." <laughs> That's what I'm saying about once you lost your virginity to this effing movie and then you come and say to me something like, oh, my superhero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, down, I'm like down the fucking road. You know what I mean? And he continued. It's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent. My heroes don't lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money. My heroes didn't commit any atrocities. But he's like, that's cool. But you're living in an effing dream world. And the cool thing about mythology speaking, I'm 100% fine. And by the way, I love more, what I love more than anything is Batman and Superman. But in the same way that Alan Moore was effed, was fed up with the effing like, Oh no, they do this. Clearly, this is a response. Watchmen talks about comic books in the same way that this movie, referring to Batman v Superman, talks about comic book movies, but it talked about the comic books at their most when they were broken. So he was just addressing that. The thing with comic book movies is, you know I'm a fan. I go and see them. I love them. And that's pretty much where the video almost ends. I don't know how to take it. I feel like he's a little salty about people complaining about it. Is Zack Snyder okay? He had a family tragedy. 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 I'm pulling a Mario right now. Yeah. Tragedy. Tragedy. You know, a year ago. That's why he had to... Had to uh, right. Give, he took a break. He took a break so took Josh Whedon took over Justice League. And uh, is the dude okay? And then sec- my second thought is, people need to leave people alone. Honestly, if you don't like something, just shut up and go about your day. You don't need to be heard on Twitter. Amen. Josh, what's, what's your take on what was just said? I, you, I know you just I, said I amen. I, I, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about what Chris Hawk said. I agree. Not everyone's like, so basically, Chris Hawk, you're saying that not everyone's opinion needs to be heard on Twitter. Like, I don't agree with Zack Snyder at all that Batman kills, right? I don't, I don't like that. But I'm not, <laughs> I will bitch about it on the, on the podcast probably. But okay. I'm not going to go online at Zack Snyder and be like, your, your portrayal of Batman is trash. I, Batman, I agree. Batman I, doesn't I, kill. I agree because it's like, you know, this Batman v Superman has been out for like three years now. It's it's pretty much settled in as a movie. We already know what it is, and I will say this: it did it did suck. Um, <laughs> it, was, it sucked because Snyder focused on moments rather than the actual length of the film. Like he was more concerned with uh, capturing certain iconic comic book moments rather than building out the story and doing that. Like for example, and I have to I have to do this example: uh, the first Avengers movie. An iconic scene uh, that is in the comics all the time, like it, well, it was in the first issue, is when all the all the Avengers are together for the first time, and they do that little circle pan 
Like I recently yeah. re I recently rewatched all the MCU up to Thor Ragnarok. And oh my god, that was an amazing experience, first of all. But yeah, like the scene where Batman and Superman are together on screen, that's the first time in cinema that they've been together on screen. And that's why it was such a big deal. And I think he was more focused on that, it, like making sure that part was right, that he didn't think about the surrounding elements of it. Now, as for Zack Snyder's comments, I believe that, oh, here we go. I believe that some versions of Batman, it's okay for him to kill. Um, because because it, they actually, that actually does happen. There are some comics out there where Batman does kill. Yes, and not even that, not even that, like, in, uh, I'm talking about, like, for example, uh, in the animated Justice League series, uh, when, Bat- when, when the Batman we know meets an evil version of himself, and he's, like, having to talk with him about why would you, you know, basically become this dictator, why would you, you know, be okay with killing people and all that stuff, and he kind of, like, threw our Batman off because of his response, like, saying, um, you grab power, but with that power, we made sure that no eight-year-old boy would ever lose his parents to some punk with a gun. And it was just like, oh shit. But um, <laughs> obviously, it's it's obviously other people besides Bruce Wayne that kill people, like Thomas Wayne, um, or when Jason Todd took up the mantle, or Damian right. Wayne. But um, the original concept that Bob Kane came up with, Batman, Bruce Wayne, Batman killed people, and. It's honestly funny looking at it because of how we know Batman now um, to see him like hang someone from his plane and be like, he's finally at rest now. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Bruce, are you OK, man? Did Alfred not, did Alfred cut your grilled cheese sandwich wrong or something? Like, what the fuck? I only can eat it in triangles. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny you brought up Bob Kane, because if you look up the original drawing that he drew, he's in like a red suit. He's got, you know, the black tights and he's got a yellow belt. Uh, he, he, you can see his blonde hair. He, he kind of looks more like maybe a Doc Savage, but the, the eye, he doesn't have a helmet. He's wearing like the Robin eye mask and he has bat wings. Is that the, is that the one with the purple gloves? No. Damn it. Um, I think he did want purple gloves. I think there is a drawing with that. But if you look up what Bill Finger, Bill Finger apparently is the reason... Batman ended up having to look more like an actual bat. And Bill Finger is is uh, a big influence on the Batman we see today. I mean, Bob Kane did give Batman a gun, but I think it was Bill Finger who who saw the ideals of and didn't want Batman to have a gun or if I, if I if I believe that's correct. It's been a while since I watched a documentary. But it pretty much Bob Kane took a lot of the uh, Bill Finger aspects and basically, you know, obviously over the years said it was his sole idea. Um, if you, I think it's, I forget what the documentary is called. You can watch it on Hulu. I, I talked about it like last year, year before. Um, it's a good documentary. Uh, it's very heartwarming too to see Bill Finger actually be named now in, in a lot of things. Anyway, going back to Zack Snyder and Batman killing, I have to ask both of you, and I'm going to ask Chris Hawk first, uh, do you agree with Batman killing? Do you like that Batman kills? Or what What do you think? Basically, that's what I'm asking. Do you think Batman should kill? Do, do, you, do you think that aspect of him is okay? 
So it, it, it totally depends upon the situation. There have been times when Batman has killed. But the thing is, and you know, unlike the Batman and Zack Snyder's cuts, Batman didn't show any remorse for the people that he killed in the movie. The Batman in the comics is, is like completely different from Zack Snyder's Batman. The Zack, you know, Batman in the comics is human. He has a humanity to him. And he shows remorse for the, like, he, he breaks down sometimes when he kills people. It's just like Spider-Man. Peter Parker doesn't kill. And he tries hardest not to kill people. But when it happens, because sometimes it's unpreventable, he breaks down. Because killing's freaking bad. You know, killing's bad. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. And you know what? It happens. It does happen. Batman is, he, you know, he, he has a dangerous life. But the Batman we saw in the Batman v Superman and Justice League wasn't a Batman that was remorseful or, or well, I, I didn't think he was human enough. I, I agree that he wasn't human enough in either of those movies, but I think they tried in Justice League to be more right. Batman-esque. Well, the, the movie was lighter in tone to begin with anyways. Yeah. Josh. And I like I liked Justice League. Uh, same question to you, though, about uh, do you like your Batman to kill or or uh, do you think it's OK for Batman to kill? I agree with what Chris Hawk said in terms of if the story allows it to happen. So another one that just came to my mind is uh, the Injustice storyline. Like, uh, it, of course, uh, spoiler alerts, if you haven't caught up on the Injustice comic, um, basically in like a it's like a dream state. But um Bruce apparently basically dreams like what if in that world um Clark didn't kill Joker but basically he did like he's on he takes him to the he's on his way to take him to the police he thinks that everything's going to be fine then he pulls up to the police station snaps Joker's neck and uh basically arrests himself um that's just that's just one version of Bruce Wayne even though it is in also in a dream state but um I want to focus on something that Chris Hawk said about uh Snyder's Batman I fucking love Batfleck. I think it's one of the better, Look. different interpretations. <laughs> ben, uh, Batfleck is great. No, no, uh, what I mean is, like, the way you describe it, like, I'm glad that he has that edge to him. This is a Batman that isn't like um, Chris Nolan's or any Batman we've seen before, except we know that it was, there is a lot of influence from The Dark Knight Returns, and in that world, as well as this movie, Bruce Wayne is just worn down from his war on crime. He's tired. He... He loses his humanity, which uh, if if the war is bad enough, some people can lose their humanity. Um, but what was great about the Snyder film and the reason why uh, Batman's uh, change of tone was in Justice League is because Superman, the, w the way they describe it is that Superman apparently restored some of that humanity in Bruce Wayne. Like, that's why he was so like the world needs Superman. The world needs Superman in Justice League is because... Um, before that, he was just worn down because of all the, uh, you know, it's like the cycle kind of broke him. And there have been times in uh, the anime and other animated series and comics where he, where he actually thinks about, you know, I'm tired. Is this even worth doing? Am I doing it? Am I going about it the right way? Um, and I will say this. Yeah, most of the time, Bruce Wayne does care. He has the biggest heart for humanity. He wants these people to get better, but he knows that they never will. Um, and I want to say this as far as the Spider-Man stuff goes, uh, the only time Spider-Man kills is when the plot allows it to happen. <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't intentionally try to kill people, but yeah, I agree. But that, that was just a, that was just a funny point I wanted to make. 
the plot allows it to ha- like for example uh spider-man one with the glider just jumps into william defoe's stomach hey he like didn't fu- he <laughs> dodged it that was william defoe's fault <laughs> the i mean the way like- that pierced your father came from his glider <laughs> <laughs> look okay um Bernard is a better butler than Alfred. I'm saying no, it right now. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. But um, to put on your point on how Bruce Wayne suddenly became hopeful in Justice League, you know what? I can see that. But if... I think it's kind of a plot if, hole, because what hope of Superman do you even see until Justice League? Like, I feel like in Justice League is when you see... This Snyder Superman actually be more Superman esque because in Batman v Superman, yeah, he does help save people, but you still don't really get that pleasure of him uh, having that I- idealism he, of like he, I see the he, good in people, that's why I protect him. It's almost like he feels like he has to, and he's depressed about it. Yeah, he he well, he's trying to find out what is, like his purpose and. And I want to be. I want this to be perfectly clear. I am. I am not a fan of of the way that Henry Cavill's Superman has been portrayed. Okay, I did not enjoy Man of Steel. I will probably say that. Oh, 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 how, how, oh moral, moral. However, <laughs> however, I do see the direction he was going with him in Batman v Superman and Justice League. I do see that direction. Um, it's sad that we had to wait three movies for a good Superman. And it's sad that we'll never see Man of Steel two. <laughs> we'll true? be like we'll be like eighty five. Confirm Man know. of Steel two. We're like right. took him long enough. Henry Cavill um, still looks the same. Yep. Henry Cavill just took youth. He found the Lazarus Pit. That what ha- that's what happened. I just I just don't feel like Batman's um, regain of hope is something that I can believe in because of just how the characters are. In the previous movies, you know how they need they they really did need to do the Marvel way or something where they had previous encounters. That would make me believe that Batman would believe in Superman's hope. See, this is this is my other question. I was about to ask you guys. I'm going to ask both of you, and you guys can choose who goes first or whatever. Uh, do you think that he should have made a Batman movie before Batman v Superman and shown why Batman is so uh just ruthless in the sense of when he kills villains or he's okay with taking out villains the way he does cuz i know a lot of it suggests that it's when robin dies is is obviously what pushes him because of the you know the haha on the robin suit in the bat cave and uh that's it, pretty masochistic of him to keep that do you know what i'm saying it's a reminder it's almost like vader uh, keeping his castle on Mustafar. Well, I mean that, and um, Batman has technically always kind of kept the uh, the Jason Todd suit as a reminder that is of and he of does the keep, cost. In yeah. the animated series, he keeps all those reminders. You know, the giant penny, the yeah, Iceman's Iceman's uh, tube thing. Yeah, he does keep a lot of mementos. Iceman? You mean you mean Mister Freeze? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever! Oh, God. <laughs> I brain farted, okay? Spider-Man and his amazing friends! <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Mr. Freeze! <laughs> Spider-Man and his amazing friends! Oh, there you like, go. That sounded just like, like it. <laughs> I've made fun of that intro so many times. I love that show. <laughs> 
do you think they should have shown like uh, like build on Batman more before that? Batman yes, vs Superman. Yes. We could always they, use more Batman movies. I agree with that sentiment, and I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. DC should have copied Marvel's strategy, but they were just they they wanted to go ahead and uh, <laughs> they wanted to get to the climax before the foreplay. If that if you get what I'm getting at here, like, and that's why. Justice League should have been the biggest movie of all time, yet it, it, you know, it barely did anything. We talked about that a bazillion times on the podcast. Uh, bazillion. <laughs> I even, I like that movie, and it's... Yeah, I'm assuming, y'all talked about what, what was supposed to be in that movie, right? What we haven't mean? really discussed about what people believe the Snyder Cut is supposed to be, because he's never confirmed it or he's denied it. He's never going to confirm it. And no one's... Uh, and, and my theory is that the Snyder, I feel like Snyder was going to mess it up no matter what, in my opinion. I mean, well, I mean, like, I'm, I watched the thing where Kevin Smith talks about what was supposed to be, like, confirm what was supposed to be, uh, like, scenes in the movie was like, um, the plan was the first Justice League, uh, they beat Steppenwolf, and when Steppenwolf goes back to the boom tomb, they get a glimpse of Darkseid. They see Darkseid. And in Justice League 2, they were going to go to Apocalypse, all of them, including Batman and his little super spaceship. Um, <laughs> he's going to go on a trip in his little rocket ship <laughs> to, to Apocalypse. Rocket but, Man. But <laughs> he's a rocket man. But um, man. and then the plot was in, in, in Justice League 3, there's supposed to be a trilogy of these. Um, basically, I think, oh, God, the plot it's getting a little whimsy. But basically, I think like... Darkseid kills Lois, and that's what triggers the um the vision that Batman sees in Batman v Superman. Like that's that was supposed to be like a, a glimpse at Justice League three, and I'm just thinking sitting here like, okay, that's cool, but why are you all the way over there at the at the end of the finish line when we're we're literally like just getting this race started? True, I I agree. Like he uh, he he focuses on I think. Like you said earlier, Zack Snyder focuses too much on visuals and being visually stunning. Like that's that's his thing, and I feel like he should almost stick with being a producer or a director of uh, cinematography, right? Because he's very good at visuals. When it, when it comes to like Sucker Punch, uh, had very cool visuals. The greatest movie of all time about a train. Okay. Um, in a prison, de- definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Chris Hawk's joking, but that that movie fell flat because it had too much going on. He tries to put too much. Like Batman v Superman had too many characters. He He's tried too to do, ambitious. Yeah, he tried to do too much. He tried to tease too much, and it's like you need to. He should have just slowed down, and he could have had still had visuals. I think he he just over. He overthinks the visuals, and like you said, you know, yeah, you know, uh, you know what forgets the, the other thing? elements. You know what the greatest thing about Batman v Superman is? Because of that, we got Civil War from Marvel. That's the only reason why that happened. Because thought- Batman v Superman happened, Marvel went ahead and did Civil War. They weren't gonna do it as early as that, but Batman v Superman pushed them. And that also then pushed uh, Sony and Marvel to make a deal to put Spider-Man in the MCU. So, mm. thumbs up all around. Thumbs up. 
Which also makes me even more mad because Captain America didn't get his true third solo film. I and I, okay, mad. so I, I, Mario, Mario, I want to say this again. I rewatched it. Yeah. Um, I actually see it as a Captain America movie. It, it basically takes place. It technically has the the under. Of course, there's the actual Civil War part of the storyline, which does take a big chunk of the movie. But the overall plot is to help Bucky. And at the end of at the end of Winter Soldier, him and Falcon go to find Bucky. And even in Age of Ultron, there's a tease saying, "Hey, have you have you found him yet?" And like, no, we're still looking. We're still looking. So I kind of see Civil War now more as a Cap movie. Rewatching it, like rewatching the MCU, because in all honesty, we kind of remember glimpses of the previous movies before going to see the the newest one. Um, going back and rewatching that entire thing just helped put a lot of things in perspective. Um. It, yeah, it would. That was th- so. I'm saying that I think that Captain America: Civil War is the third Captain America movie, pretty much. I'll have to rewatch it. Based on what you just said, I will give it an, a rewatch. But I was so disappointed in the fact that they made it almost another Avengers movie that I, uh, I was very disappointed in that movie because I wanted it to be more of a Cap focused thing, in my opinion. But I'll have to and, rewatch and, it. And, in all honesty, I mean, not only is Baron Zemo an antagonist, but Tony Stark is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tony Stark's the good guy? Uh, Anta- I'm pretty An- sure the Winter Soldier... Look, Winter Soldier killed his parents, and then Cap and him started beating him up. So I don't want to hear of, it. Because it's I brainwashing. Don't wa- I don't want actions speak louder than words. If that's the case, then uh, Captain America really showed Iron Man that action then, huh? When he almost decapitated him with a shield. Okay, so Josh, Team Cap, Chris Hawk, Team Iron Man. Another thing for you guys to debate on. Uh, let's get back on Batman. So, so, so the new Batman by Matt Reeves. Okay, is set in the nineties. Oh God! And, and it and it's gonna be mostly. He said his words: a detective story. Please, please I, be a detective story. I liked. His Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and I liked War for the Planet of the Apes. So I have high hopes because those movies, in my opinion, are very good. Um, so I, I, he has good storytelling. He directs good storytelling, in my opinion. So I believe that he can do it. I just we we just got to see what what happens. I guess I'm a little mad that Ben Affleck isn't as much as I didn't like the rendition of Batman and his total shift in character between Justice League and Batman v Superman, I I want consistency, and I would have liked to seen Batman continue more as Batman, because if he's truly done, because I, like I said, I like consistency. It's, it's, it's almost like you've seen so many Batman, you've seen so many Spider-Man, you know, I'm, I'm tired of them rebooting each thing. I want to, I want consistency, like we've seen with Tony, uh, with Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, you know, I, I, I like the consistency, I guess. And he had the face for it, like the smirk. He had the Batman smirk down. He uh, was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I, I felt like he was, like, if you look at the animated Batman, I see Ben Affleck. That's who I compared him to, in all honesty, was the uh, animated he's series a, Batman. He's a brick shithouse. <laughs> he was, for sure, in those movies. I think he was the tallest and the widest. Well, you know what? He was the, thick, the thickest Batman. That's oh, all I got to say. 
the thick. I just said whitest. Th- I was like, all Batman are white. He's a thick daddy right there. He's a thick He's dad. A thick, hashtag thick daddies. Right. <laughs> thick daddies. And hashtag thick daddies. Hashtag big dick swanging. Oh big my. Dick swanging. <laughs> and I agree. I, I want consistency. You know, maybe they should not have casted Ben Affleck as Batman originally because of how old he was. <sighs> um. Well, I definitely don't think John Hamm would have been a choice, a good choice in my opinion. He would have hammed it up. You don't like John Hamm. I like John Hamm. You don't like John Hamm. I like John Hamm. Look, you don't like John Hamm. I, li- I like John I think Hamm. We, I think we can all can agree that Oz, Oscar Isaac would be a great Batman. John's not I, here. I, I don't <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all, did actually. John, did John say anything? John did not say anything, but if he was here... Okay, you you have to bring that up when he's here because I got I got we got to hear fire versus plasma right now. It's, I'm gonna br- I'm gonna bring it up on Saturday I'm right now. It's right plasma. now. It's it's uh, blue fire versus red fire with uh, with ice in the middle. And you All know, right. Mario, who's okay. your pick for new Batman? Pick for new Batman. New Batman. You get to choose. I say after this Batman movie. You, I say you cast someone who looks similar to Ben Affleck, in my opinion, to be a prequel to uh, Batman v Superman Batman and tell why he's so brooding and, and murderous, in my opinion. And then what you do is, is you take Ben Affleck and you either kill him off and have him pass the torch to a Batman Beyond... To have the consistency and to have the change make sense instead of just flat out bringing in some new guy and rebooting everything. Because I, I don't want to see a reboot at this point. You're, you're going to hate me, Mario. You're going to hate me. Josh, Josh, who are you picking? Well, to go along with what he was saying, um, if they're going to recast him, I... So, again, I, I'm going to go off what, what you said, Mario. So... I do like I, I want consistency as well. Uh, however, with Ben Affleck gone, I don't think anyone can. I don't I don't want anyone else to try to be his Batman. I want I, I want I want a, not a different Batman, but I just want, you know, like the next the next actor to have their own portrayal of the character. Um, I don't feel like it's like that's like saying, oh, Christian Bale, try to be Michael Keaton, Batman, or try to be Kevin Conroy, Batman like that. that that's just a unrealistic goal and I don't think it's fair to the actor currently betraying him um so what I would do is uh there's supposed to be still a flash movie happening uh flashpoint kind of like a soft it's it's a way to do a reboot but make it make sense you know like certain things are changing the timeline therefore you know Bruce may look uh Bruce Wayne may look like Ben Affleck before but now he looks like someone else after that's the way that you that's the way you could could do it and if I had to pick an actor I don't really have one on the top of my head. Andy Samberg. Jesus. I know who that is. Um I'm just gonna I'm gonna say John Hamm, just just so I can have so <laughs> just so I can name someone. And it's not it's not to go against Mario with John Hamm hate, but so I don't hate John Hamm. <laughs> Mario does, but let's that's another topic. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna here's my Chris here's my Matt Reeves movie because I got he's you know, he's talking to me. I was just talking to him recently. Yeah, he, okay. He's, he's going to do a Batman Beyond movie, and when he does, he's going to get Michael Keaton to come back as old Batman. He looks exactly like old Batman from Batman Beyond, so it looks great. Is, looks is great. that confirmed? 
It's confirmed. I'm confirming it now for Matt Reeves. <laughs> Matt Reeves said I can confirm this. So, so what's going to happen is they're going to use Terry McGinnis. And the thing Who's is, Terry? though, he, he's not going to he's not going to be a white male. He's going to be a Spanish chick. And my Batman is going to be Stephanie Beatrice or Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I'm being 100% serious. That's who I want as my Batman. I think you just want to see her in a skin-tight outfit. I mean, she already wears tight clothes in the show, so there's really nothing not to see. So <laughs> I, feel like, I, feel like she, I feel like she could do a good Batman voice because she does a good Batman voice the entire show. Three well, white she's, men. She's dead face. She's like, she's like, she's, she acts like she has a stick up her ass the entire series. I mean, Terry McGinnis wasn't the nicest person either. Terry McGinnis was, Terry McGinnis was just a kid. He, he kind of had a cocky, you know, 90s and, attitude about him. And she That's can how do I that. Describe it. I'm tired of white males as Batman. Okay, let's move on. Michael B. <laughs> Jordan, he can be Batman. Let's do it. Oh, my fucking God. What do you think of the him being cast as Superman? I... Personally, so <laughs> no, I'm gonna, no way. I thought it was yeah, that you haven't seen, you haven't seen that <laughs> sure. rumor. I haven't seen that. I rumor. remember it. I remember it. It's, yep, it's making its thing. rounds again. Why? So, oh my god, this is my take. <laughs> I have nothing against it from a race perspective. If you want to have a black Superman, if you want to have a Native American Terry, Superman, Terry Crews needs to be black Superman. He could be Steel, but I, yo. I don't, <laughs> Yo, I I that, don't. That, whoa, whoa, hold up. Let me talk to Matt Reeves because okay, okay. that prints money. I'm that so prints dead. money. <laughs> so Mario fucking killed me. I'm so dead. So what my problem is is from an acting and from a, a character portrayal perspective because oh. I, as you guys know, I don't think Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. You're the only person what? I know who says that. <laughs> you yeah, me the too. The only person, Mario. I don't. I don't think he. I, I, I have thought to ask the question. he was a, I, th- th- as Killmonger. That- his line delivery was god awful. What? In my opinion, look. Every okay, time. So- every time he goes to see, um, and, and <laughs> I don't think he could portray a Superman. I don't think he has the chops to do it. In my opinion, and that has nothing to I- do with him, race wise. That has everything to do with him as an actor. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, <laughs> let's start. Okay, so you're the only person I know that that has that opinion. Um, <laughs> the question I got asked all the time about Michael B. Jordan is, uh, Mario, have you seen The Wire? No. Is he in that? Yes. Okay. The Wire I know is of like, The Wire. Okay. Besides, yeah, besides Breaking Bad, that's probably one of the most overhyped shows in all of existence. I think you um, can stand back a second. You can take overhyped out of your vocabulary. Because it is legit. Which one? <laughs> Breaking Bad or The Wire? The Wire. <laughs> it's aight. From what I've seen, it's aight. I'll allow that because it's in, it's in, it's in vain of the show. Aight is actually like the logos of the show. I'll just continue. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I'm going to um, call Matt Reeves to reboot The Wire right now. No, 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 no. no. Oh He's not going to listen to you. He's not going to listen to you. It, let's make it take place this time in fucking uh, Seattle, Washington. <laughs> Have it be a crossover <laughs> reboot with Frasier. In Portland, Oregon, so there's hipsters in jail. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, as far as... Oh, my God. So my stance on it is this. I think Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. 
However, like, let me, and I, I want to put this in perspective. So when when uh, I'm gonna I'm there's a point to me saying this. When Deadpool two came out and people were bitching and moaning about Domino, I in all sincerity said, okay, there is a fandom for Domino. Oh, she's Bay, dude. Uh, that actress is Bay. Oh she's yeah, Zazie Beats is Bay. She she's great in Atlanta. Another <laughs> show that's I. Um, Look, dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. I'm the closest to the actual city. All right. So I mean, you know, three Atlanta is not all that. Oh my god. So let's get back on track with Batman. I wh- let's talk about some of our favorite, or let's talk about our absolute favorite Batman. Josh, I want you to go first. Who is your favorite Batman, or what is your favorite Kevin Conroy? So the animated series. Yes. Why? There's no other. Give me, give no me other. a short description of why or just discussion of why. Before the anim- before ba- uh, before Kevin Conroy took the voice of Batman. The only other person to truly do this was was Michael Keaton. However, uh, in my opinion, Kevin Conroy did this better. Batman and Bruce Wayne's voices are different. And throughout throughout the series, if you actually listen to him, like for Bruce Wayne in the animated series, he makes it more high pitch and normal. Like, oh, hi, I'm 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 Bruce Wayne. And when he's Batman, where are they? Like, it's not like Christian Bale. Where are they? No, it's 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 <laughs> it's ang- it's 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 channeled aggression. It's it's kind of like uh, Michael Keaton's portrayal. It's like, where are they that you scum? Like he gets all he doesn't, again, not we're not gargling marbles, but we're. <laughs> we're not whispering either. We're kind of like in that between space. And I mean, he's done such a good job that he's, he's still the most iconic voice of Batman. When people read comic books now, like I can't tell how many people I've heard or talked to that have said, Oh, when I read comics, I read it in Kevin Conroy, Batman voice. I hear Kevin Conroy, Batman voice. And I hear Mark Hamill, Joker. Chris, Hawk, who's your favorite Batman? All of them. It's kind of a cop out, but I love every single Batman because every single Batman's different and every single Batman adds something to the flavorful pot of Batman. You know, you have the comic Batmans, of course, but then you have Kevin Conroy and then you have Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Even I like George Clooney Batman. I won't I won't take any sass from that. And have you taken your meds? I am taking meds, and George Clooney has a card for that that I can pay with those meds. The bat card, of course. <laughs> oh, you didn't! Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> no! And, I'll call, and I do love Christian Bale's Batman, and I do love Batfleck. Everyone brings something different. But if I, if I had to pick like an absolute favorite, I would have to go Christian Bale. Just because of the fact of how successful and how rewatchable those movies are. I mean, all the Batman movies are rewatchable, but those movies are the less campy of the less campy Batman movies. I mean, 89, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that Returns through Batman and Robin are campy, but I don't think 89 is that you have campy. Jack, you have Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Of course, it's going to be a little campy. I like his performance, campy. though. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I think it might be a little campy, but I think that his performance is that- still. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just that every Batman yeah. has a little ca- has a little camp to it. You know what I'm saying? Nolan yeah. Nolan was going Nolan was going for more realism above anything else, um, which I feel like he should have put like a jackass warning in front of those movies just so in case people actually tried to be Batman after this. There's something <laughs> there's something magical about Batman Begins and how he becomes Batman 
and ha- it's, it's such a gritty beginning, middle, and then him finally becoming Batman, probably against one of like, you know, if you were an average moviegoer, you don't know who Roz is or Ray's. And, and then you put him center and it's Liam Neeson nonetheless. So for them to start off with that, that's, I believe, and, and he's really deep into the lore of Batman and all that. You know the that's uh, more eighties, right? I feel like, or more nineties. Race was race was introduced in the seventies. Yeah, he's he's a really big part. You know, he he married. You know, he has a kid with his his daughter. He, the Lazarus Pits. You know, very very much deep into out the of, lore of Batman. Out uh, and I actually talked about this with a fellow uh, Metaverse member, Jacek, um, last night about Batman's villains. Like, you know. During each era of Batman, the villains kind of represent the times. Like during the 40s, you had the Joker, Penguin, Riddler. Uh, the Penguin, especially, looks like epitomizes 40s class. Like, you know, he has the top hat, he has right. the 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 uh, monocle, he has all that stuff. And then you get to the 70s, where Amer- like the world was a different, obviously, a very different place in the 70s. I basically describe Rachel Ghoul as what he is in the movie a terrorist. He yes. is a bona fide that's, terrorist. That's his whole plot, is to terrorize. So it's, I think my favorite would have to be Val Kilmer Batman, just because at the age of when I was growing up and I watched that, that was, you know, uh, Riddler, Jim Carrey, you know, Ace Ventura was out. I was big into Ace Ventura. And then, you know, when that came out and he was the Riddler, I, you know, I, I dressed up as Riddler for Halloween. Specifically, I want to see the pictures. I'll have to send you the pictures. Um <laughs> Dyed my hair red and everything. I that was a big thing for me as a kid. So nostalgia wise, I think Val Kilmer is my favorite Batman, just because I I can go back and rewatch that movie and find it enjoyable and like it for what it is. You know, obviously it's campy and it's no nowhere near as good as you know the Dark Knight trilogy or well okay correction I think it's better than Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Duo Dark Knight Rises the Dark Knight Duo. <laughs> What's the, um, the only the only the only good Dark Knight movie is the one that has that in the in the name is the Dark Knight. I I agree. Um, I I do. You know, I, I, Batman eighty nine is probably my favorite Batman movie, and uh, that's mostly because I think it's very iconic, and I repeat a lot of those lines more than any other Batman movie. <laughs> I don't know. See, I, Christopher Christian Bale. I like Batman Begins because I felt that was more. Out of those three, that was more comic booky and more Batman esque versus the realism. I think Dark Knight took took it and flipped it on its end, and I think that's what made it unique. Because uh, it, it did, it had Batman feel, but I don't think it was as Batmany as Batman Begins, if that makes sense. And then Dark Knight Rises, we won't even talk about because me and Chris Hawk every year are going to rewatch it and do an episode on it. And uh, probably poop Is on it, it. That serious? We both oh, we <laughs> talk about our hatred for this movie. We love to hate this movie. <laughs> we Wait, do. you mean you, y'all both hate the Dark Knight Rises? I wouldn't say hate. It's just there's so. Let me tell. Let me show. Let me show. Let me set you. Let me set the stage. Dark Knight. <laughs> let me set the Dark Knight comes well, out. Dark. Okay. I blows my mind. I see this okay. movie four times in the theaters, and I've never done that for a movie. Ever. Not even the Avengers. Okay. I wait, and I scour the internet for every bit of knowledge for The Dark Knight Rises. I know everything Dark Knight Rises come before it comes out. 
I am so hyped for this movie. I've never been more hyped for another movie in my entire life. I love Christopher Nolan. He made some of my favorite movies of all time. Memento, Prestige, some of my favorites. I'm talking nonstop favorites. Dark Knight Rises opens. Okay. I'm there. Uh Uh-huh. Of course I am. Opening night. And I get this shit (laughs) that doesn't make any sense. What? 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 Christopher Nolan's M.O. is good movies. What I'm watching is a Zack Snyder, Michael Bay movie. Oh, my God! (laughs) So, what exact point did you realize, yeah, this movie is shit? You know what? You know what? When I was watching this movie, and I see see Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, and his dumb smile... He looks in Batman's eyes. And he he, looks, no, 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 no. That's not even it. That's not even it. And he goes to get his bag. And the lady, t- the lady tells him, oh, you should have went by your original name, Robin. I knew that this movie was dumb upon oh, so dumb. It took you that long. No, no, no. It didn't take me that long. I gave, I gave this movie a lot of leeway, leeway because I'm he a does. Batman fan. I gave it a lot of leeway until it gets to that part. I, I couldn't handle the movie afterwards. I was like, you know what? I handled this movie for a good two, two hours and 15 minutes until it got to this dumb Joseph Gordon-Levitt part. And then the movie just starts falling apart. <laughs> the movie That's fell the apart end. For me when I heard, the, mov- the, the, movie, the movie fell apart for me when I heard Bane's voice. Oh, no, you know what? I don't even care about Bane's voice. City of Josh! I care because, in my opinion, Bane is one of the best Batman villains in terms of actually able to hurt Batman and Bruce Wayne. Um, to fire her eyes. And, yes, and that fucking stupid ass auto-tune motherfucking voice helmet that he was wearing just made the, it very distracting to take him seriously. So, um, I will say that if you want to go back and listen to that... <laughs> It's called Take Two, Dark Knight Rises, and you can hear well, you can hear Chris Hawk actually defend some parts and actually try to give it some leeway versus me, <laughs> where I am very much uh, <laughs> I, I shit talk it because I tried um, very hard not to shit talk because I don't I don't believe in saying something is bad. I have an opinion that it's bad. So this is a fun time to mention this. Um, Chris Hawk, as I said previously, I am going to be reviewing the Dark Knight trilogy for my Batman month. I'll be there. That is April. (laughs) Um, I can't wait to talk about that now because, see, Shawland Flowers loves the Dark Knight Rises. He loves it. I don't want to shit on this movie so hard that I become a part in a rap song. You know what I'm saying? Like. You're gonna be part of a diss track because he he tries he def- <laughs> he fucking defends he will fucking defend Bane and his stupid ass like breathing none of it makes thing. sense the the entire movie does not make sense to me his like, favorite artist is T Pain okay Bane just wanted to emulate T Pain and have a voice modulator on him twenty four seven. We will have our time for Dark Knight Rises. There's always a time for Dark Knight Rises. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to mention about Batman before we sign off? Um, I, I wanted to ask Chris Hawk, Hawk a question. In terms of 
uh, we uh, not not the actual theatrical releases, but um, uh, Chris, do you watch the animated DC movies that go like straight to video? Anytime I catch them, I do because I okay because the animation is top notch. Okay, so I shared this with uh, Mario today. Uh, if you didn't know, after so it was so the three movies this year were Rise of the Superman to t- cap off the uh, Death of Superman movie they did last year to commemorate uh, Superman's 80th. They told one of, if not the greatest Superman story, or one most well known at least of all time. Um, when they when he comes when they come back from the dead, cause he's Jesus. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's space Jesus, mm. but um. <laughs> anyway, after that, it's uh, I think it's like Justice League versus the Fatal Five, and then after that, it's a uh, 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 animated adaptation of Batman Hush. I love Hush so much, uh, and and the best part is it takes place in this shared DC animated universe. It does. Yes, it's confirmed. It does. So since Justice League War, they've kind of been building the entire animated series around that. I think, right? Am I correct? Yeah, they, they've been building... So first of all, this is what DC should have done, is just made this the official competition for Marvel because it's the only thing that can compete with it. After, ever since Justice League War, they did like a Batman trilogy with, with like a Son of Batman, Batman vs. Robin, and Batman Bad Blood. Um, I, there's I've other seen, movies. I've seen all those. I've seen Justice League War. I think I own it. There's um, Justice League versus Teen Titans. There's uh, Teen, Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. That's really good. That's on Hulu, I think. Yeah. The, um, and, of course, like I said, the Death of Superman and the Rise of the Superman are also a part of it. And Steel's in that. Um. <laughs> Steel's the man. I had an action figure Steel as a kid and, like, a, like a card, like a trading card. I, I, it was awesome. I Steel... If they make a steel movie, that'd be amazing. Let me t- let me talk to Matt and uh, first name basis Matt. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll get something working because that just prints money. Terry Crews, Terry Crews loves steel. Chris Rock, was there any other Batman related things you wanted to bring up? Um, Oscar Isaac might be Batman. <laughs> oh no. my God, no! Uh, the, just the, no, no uh, infinity. What I wanted to talk about, um, Marlon Wayans as Robin in Batman Returns, but was cut because of many reasons, because I think people couldn't handle a black Robin, which is ridiculous because there's been a female Robin, so why couldn't there be a black Robin? I actually know about this. I actually know about this. I'm sad to say that I actually know about this, yeah. Um, it would have it, it made the movie longer. But I'm still... I, I, the, I'll movie's say this, cra- I, the movie's crazy to begin with. The um, sidekick aspect of Batman is something that hasn't been seen in a while, except for and they they did a camp they did they didn't do a a terrible job with uh, Forever and Robin Batman and Robin, but George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell no it is Val Kilmer and Chris O'Donnell and then George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell it wasn't what it could have been. Now Michael Keaton. And Marlon Wayans, that could have been something. Tim Burton could have done something with that, and I know he could have. He could have done something with uh, Superman Returns, and I've watched the documentary on that, and I that was a big. Do you mean the one where Nick Cage is Superman? Look, yes, no, 
Yes. Did you watch that documentary? No. Yes. I, I no. That, no, yes. I'm canceling it. Listen, Listen to me. He got, watch he, that doc, he, no, no, dude. No, 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 no. He got to betray Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, okay? He's contractually filled his Superman check. That's a uh, check uh, off his checklist. He can't. When I, Superman. When I'm when I, said. Obviously, he can't I, do it now. But When I I'm create t- a time machine, I'm going to go back in time, and I'm going to make sure that movie gets made. So that Please, when we t- no. When we talk about this movie, it will be hailed as one of the best Superman, Superman movies of all time. The only thing that will be said about it is this. And I, I literally see it happening on a uh, a YouTube, like as, as the opening for a YouTube video. You thought Superman Four was bad, oh, hooey! <laughs> you thought they were jumping the shark in that one? Shit! You know, so all I gotta I, say is Superman's nothing, weakness in that one would have been bees, kryptonite bees. You know what? At least those Superman movies get to the heart of Superman. Man of Steel. I don't, I don't even think we need to talk about Man of Steel. We'll wait. Eh. We'll wait for Superman's birthday. birthday. Talk more about Superman. Talk His eighty uh, fifth. It just it just passed his eightieth uh, last year. Then we'll wait five more years. That's fine. Yeah, I can wait five more years. I'll be around five more years later. Five, five more years. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We talked about Batman. We talked about a lot of superhero stuff. Um, we've been we've been talking about superhero stuff for quite a few episodes. Uh, you guys like it. You guys listen to it. Why not have more stuff? True. Uh, sooner or li- sooner than later, or probably in a couple months, we're actually going to do a episode where we're going it, to. It's like a DC versus Marvel, but fantasy draft. So we're going to take all the superheroes for DC and Marvel, and we're going to turn them into free agents. So if you if you watch sports, you know that when a person gets cut or a person doesn't re-sign their contract with the team, they become a free agent. So I could have Batman? You could have Batman as as your forerunner for Marvel. Marvel. Or I'm just gonna I'm just gonna switch it to Hawkful. Jesus. Do you know Oh my fucking god. Do you know um <laughs> does anyone know about the Stan Lee meme going around? Uh with Ant Man. This idea he's no 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 no. It's like uh, he's like, hey, don't make me come down there, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying right now with you. What you just said, Chris Hockey. He's been on record saying he would rather just not do Look, that. If he could create cooler heroes, he would have worked for DC. Okay. So anyway, I'm ignoring. <laughs> I'm ignoring what you said, Josh. If I did, Josh, I would come up to you. Virginia. Josh, he's messing with you. Chris Hawk is a Marvel fanboy. Don't let anything. Don't, he's he's just fooling you. Marvel fanboy first, then DC fanboy second. Since we're just talking about, you know, Marvel and all that, um, this is like a like a, a just. I just saw this. So you know, after uh, phase in phase four, when they start all over, they're doing more cosmic stuff. Um, you know, they're doing an Eternals movie. Angelina Jolie is in talks to join this stuff. Really, Angelina Jolie, Mrs. Smith. Uh, okay, but why though? <laughs> That's my response to that. Okay, but why though? Why not? Who's she supposed? Because to, who, who do you? Who do people think she's gonna be? She's got to be an eternal. She's got to be. So phase four scares me. <laughs> I'm sucky at transitions, but we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, thank you, Josh, for coming on and talk about Batman. Um, if you wanted to tell us real quick about your schedule coming up for uh, talk, like what you're going to do for Batman. 
I know you already did Batman 89 and you talked about Batman Returns with your friend Zane. Uh, both part of Metaverse. You can look up Metaverse on SoundCloud for that episode. Uh, but also if you wanted to mention where you guys are on social media, because I know you just uh, went ham and created a bunch of social medias for the for Metaverse. Yep, yep. Um, to answer that, yeah, we, I, uh, one way I thought about reaching out was to just go ahead and create every possible social media account that isn't, um, full of, uh, not, not, not toxicity, but just like, uh, spam. That's what I'm gonna put in, spam. So, we are on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Twitch. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, well, Facebook. There you go, Facebook. Um, and Facebook, you guys do. You do do a lot of, uh, you do do, you do a lot of, uh, live videos when you go see movies or when you uh, unbox a game and stuff. Yes, 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 I do. In fact, um, I was fortunate enough to catch this online. I, if you go to our Facebook right now, uh, you can find us on the majority of these media platforms under at the most meta. I was able to catch a early screening of Shazam, and I made a full review, no spoiler of it. It's, it's, it, in my opinion, it was a really good film. Uh, I think it's definitely a good turning point for the DC Extended Universe, and I am looking forward to the next one, which is Joker. But, yeah, as I said previously, a few other things that we'll be covering for Batman is the Michael Schumacher movies. Those are coming out uh, next month as well as um, a review of the Dark Knight trilogy. And that one's going to be probably the biggest review because, uh, Mario, I've had plenty of people want to do a movie movie review with me for that, for that series. So it might be about 10 to 12 people, including you and Chris Hawk. So <laughs> everyone's getting aboard the, the Nolan trade. It's going to be a fun time. I feel like there's going to be a lot of, of uh, arguments done. You're definitely going to have um, to, you're definitely going to have to moderate the crap out of that. I'm on. A, I'm gonna be moderating the fuck out of it, absolutely. Uh, and hope and and you know, joining the chaos every now and then because you know, madness is fun. Um, and then uh, in June, and this is I'm gonna go ahead and just let your fans know this. Um, me and Mario are gonna be covering what I'm calling summer camp, which is we're gonna be reviewing everything Adam West related. That's Batman, as well as uh, the the animated Brave and the Bold series. Yes, it's going to be fun. Um, I grew up with a lot of Adam West stuff because that's what my dad grew up with. So he, you know, showed me the movie and the series. And uh, so I got a lot of I got a lot of the very campy Batman. So that's why I'm very inclined to like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because I I grew up with a lot of campy stuff from my father. So I, I'm used to I, I'm used to, I guess, Finding the joy and and finding uh, the great good elements in in campy stuff, but uh, yeah, I can see that. But again, thank you, Josh. Uh, hopefully, you guys check out Metaverse and check out their Batman stuff coming up. Like I like he said, I'm going to be going on there. We're going to try to get Chris Hawk on there. It'd be fun. Cinema Seven Metaverse. We're doing some cool things, and i know you're also been talking to chris Poole from fireside and you you uh are gonna try to do stuff with him chris Poole's yes chris we love chris Poole. uh we're gonna try to get chris Poole on here again chris hawk tell them where they can find us so it's like um we're on everything 
So we're on Facebook, Twitter, Insta. Are we on Snapchat yet? We're not on Snapchat yet. We don't need. We don't need a snap. We don't, we don't need. I don't think we need a Snapchat, but we'll see. Hashtag uh, bat daddies or what was it? Hashtag uh, Uh, thick daddies. Thick daddies. (laughs) Thick daddies. (laughs) I'm gonna get that on a shirt. That's a that's a good one. Um, You can get a free Audible download with us at Audible trial uh, trial backslash C7 Pod. I will never get that. Yeah, it's it's audibletrial.com backslash C7 Pod. Uh, you get a 30-day free trial to Audible, and you also get a free audiobook or audio drama that they have on Audible for free. And I think you get to keep it. You get to keep it if you cancel it, and that's pretty cool. Right. And uh, like Chris Hawk said, um, if we are obviously- Cinema Seven, the Seven is spelled with a seven, not an S. E V E N. Yeah. And uh, obviously, if you found us, you'll see how to spell it, so you can look us up on social media. Uh, <laughs> Chris Pretty Hawk, sure they're familiar. Me and Chris Hawk are kind of trading off and on on, on handling the Twitter, and uh, we say we kind of say some funny things. I know Chris Hawk talking about what was it? Pajama PJ. Look, look, PJ masks. <laughs> they only they only do work at night. So if I was a supervillain, I would destroy the the world during the day, and they could not do anything. <laughs> Chris Hawk says no some, idea with the PJ, hell, what I don't PJ know masks. You've never heard of PJ masks? PJ they're masks. superheroes, and they're great. But this, they're not this that is, great. Let me let me tell you an episode. They're at school. They see something happen, and then they wait till they go to sleep to do good. The dumbest. It's the dumbest. It's a kid show. It's a kid show, but it's the dumbest, funniest thing. <laughs> Just like sending all the police into the tunnel in the entire town, like uh, in Dark Knight Rises. This <laughs> uh. <laughs> is send the entire police. <laughs> you, you should you should go with your old name, Robin. So it wasn't even Robin. That's his that's his hero name. It's Dick Grayson. You mm. <laughs> uncultured mm. swine. Say that to Christopher Nolan. Uh, I will. <laughs> Dunkirk wasn't even that good. So we're gonna um. So you can also look us up on Patreon. Uh, if you look us up on Patreon, you can. Give as little as a dollar to support the podcast. We'd appreciate it. And obviously on iTunes, you can give us five stars or any, how any number of stars. Rate, review us. That would help us no matter what you give us. If it, Be true and faithful and honest and all that good stuff. But uh, with that, Chris Hawk, please send it away. So as always, us at Cinema 7 and Metaverse, we want to thank you for listening with us. We want to thank you for watching with us. And we want to thank you for exploring with us.